Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls post-game show. Coming to you live from our downtown studios here in Chicago's West Loop. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Joined by my guys, Big Dave. Bow! Bow! Sports. Will the Goat Gottlieb. Will underscore Gottlieb. Our pal and producer who's working hard adjusting a camera right now. Joey Spathis. A.K.A. Joy 1K. Joey, two jobs. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Thank you for joining us late on this Sunday evening. The Bulls fall to the Nuggets in the second part of their play them twice in the preseason matchup. 116-102 is the final. The Nuggets threw out their real team again yes. at the beginning of this game. Uh, Joker played. Gordon played. Murray played. KCP played. All 20-plus minutes. Billy Donovan, however... And Will, you alluded to this when y'all were at their practice yesterday, their little, you know, mid preseason shoot around practice. He hinted at the fact that tonight may have been the night where he rested his key guys, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic. That was, in fact, the case. We'll talk about how we got more of a look at some of the younger guys, back end rotation guys. But, Will, as you predicted, Billy said, tonight, y'all take a seat. What do you think about that decision? Billy's funny because. Obviously, like, it's it's like a coaching gamesmanship thing to, like, not tip your hand, to not tell the other team who your starting lineup's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, Sam Smith was kind of, like, pressing him on that the other day. And he was just like, you know, I just don't do it. But uh, he, he does kind of, like, drop small hints where you can read between the lines a little bit. And he kept on saying, you know, if there was a game that DeMar might sit, you know, it could be this one. <laughs> Or, uh, you know, we'll really use these final two preseason games after this to ramp up. And so it was kind of like, okay, are you just telling us that the big three aren't going to play? Yes, that's exactly what he was doing. So uh, (laughs) without saying it, that was kind of where he what he alluded to. And I I think it's fine. Like there's five is too many preseason games. They should they do not need. I mean, we're in an era of load management. Like guys aren't playing all the preseason games Guys aren't even playing for the entire game when they do play. Like, what's the point of doing this other than gate revenue? Um, I asked Billy about it. He kind of said, like, you know, we can use the opportunity to ramp up. Like, we have to – we can't afford to, like, not really get clicking before the season starts. Like, we – the margin for error is thin. So, I get it. um, But there's no reason to really overstretch these guys. So, I had no problem with them resting tonight. Yeah. Agree. But we don't rest. We're here. Post-game live. No, Sunday night. No rest for the weary. Uh, <laughs> truly. Dave and I were at Soldier Field earlier today. I was. Watching the Bears disappoint us greatly. Again. Should have seen it coming. Came in like, oh, Bears are going to win this. Vikings? Trash. Yeah. Got a dub. You forget that you're trash, too. I do. Yeah. But shout yeah. out to your bro for yes. giving us those tickets today. Appreciate you. Shout out. It, it, shout was, a, out. it was a big Chicago sports Super fan nice Sunday. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, Dave, are, are you okay with Billy's decision to rest the stars tonight? Yes. Um, yeah. I didn't want to see them out there. Uh, it's okay. We're not used to seeing those guys get rest. So it's okay when they get it, even if it's preseason. It's fine with me. Uh, DeMar, Zach, uh, Vooch, and Caruso, like like you call them the big four. Like, yeah. Big four. I don't want to see those guys play. Like, it's okay. I know. I know what they bring. I know what they're going to give me. It's nothing else I could learn. I was more surprised seeing Denver starters out there for that long. Truly. Uh, in the back-to-back. Um, but, you know, that's on them. 
But yeah, no, I had no problem with them resting. It hurts nothing. It means nothing. <laughs> it's a preseason game. It's nothing else we're trying to learn with those guys. We get who they are. It's about finding out who the other guys around this team are. It's a damn shame we didn't go to double OT tonight. I mean, I think they should have free, deducted a free quarter because basketball. we had double OT. I think that's why they they probably they should have stopped the game in. after two minutes into the fourth quarter. We already had those extra ten minutes. Could have been done. Oh, Could have been done. Ridiculous. Um, so obviously, with Billy resting the key guys, the focus shifted to some of the younger guys on this Bulls squad. Uh, George Hall in the comments saying Patrick Williams was really aggressive tonight. Dalen Terry looks lost out there. We want more the team. Okay. Three, oh three bases to cover there. Let's start with the first one. <laughs> this is another one of those examples of like whether it's preseason or regular season games when the Bulls are resting their guys because yeah. they're locked into their playoff seed yeah. where Patrick Williams is like, oh, no, no, Zach, no, DeMar. I got to go score. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll go score. Patrick Williams tonight, eight of 14 from the field, including three of five from downtown. 20 points in 25 minutes, and this is the tease that drives Bulls fans crazy, Dave. <laughs> I was telling Will there should be games where he hits six threes. Like, because he can hit threes with ease, man. Like, with for real Silky ease. smooth. Like, it's it's not even a fluke anymore. You know, it's like, okay, oh, you did it once one year. Okay. Oh, you don't shoot a lot of them, but it went in. But now I'm looking at him like, no, this ain't a fluke. This is just who he is. That's like what we're talking about. And I apologize for cutting off, but like when we're talking about guys taking steps forward, that's exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like you're an okay shooter to you can shoot it, but it's that low volume to shoot the ball a lot and make them a lot. Make them all the time. This is what you do. Like he should really be six of 11 on some nights from three. Like he's really that good at it. I think they're right. He was aggressive tonight. Of course, we wanted to see more aggression, but right. I thought I think he was definitely aggressive tonight. He definitely made several moves that made me say, damn. Um, you, you're good at basketball, mm-hmm. and I'd like to see more of that. So it was awesome to see him do those things. Um, but you're right. It happened because he had no other choice. Right. He had to do those things. Well, And, and so here I see back-to-back comments. This is, this is the dichotomy of how Bulls fans have felt about Patrick Williams over the last couple of years. Antoine Johnson saying, I just need Pat to do that with the rest of this starting unit, mm-hmm. SMH, one of our regulars, Demond, shout out, saying P. Will needs the freedom to use the entire floor. So this this is the two ways that Bulls fans feel and think about Patrick. Yeah. Can you be this version of yourself who went 8 of 14, 3 of 5 from downtown tonight for 20 points when you are in a starting lineup that includes Zach, DeMar, and Vooch? Or, as Demond is saying, this version of Pat only comes out when those guys aren't playing for a reason I think that he he showed that he can do this in that first game of the preseason we saw what he could do with the starting lineup he was super aggressive even when he was getting the rebounds he wasn't looking to pass he was going to the bucket and trying to score or he was trying to post up and hit the fadeaway shot so he can do it with those guys again preseason we get what it is we just need to see it consistently and that's the word that continues to come up when we talk about Patrick Williams, is consistency. Because honestly, if he has another good game in the next preseason game, we'll be here saying the same shit. It'll be, oh man, but we got to see it more. We got to see it consistently. We got to see it in a regular season. It will be the same thing that we're talking about. So we get what he needs to do. We just need him to do it in the regular season. We saw it in the first game. We saw it this game that he can do these kind of things. Show it to me in the regular season, you know, so I can continue to be your positive affirmation liaison. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Like, I get it. We want to see Patrick stretched out. We want to see what he can do scoring the ball. Um, and we've had enough very small glimpses of him doing it to want more of it. And I think that's kind of where the – like, if – for example, like, and I don't want to just, like, trash Dylan here because it's – he's struggling. I'm um, with you, Dalen. And I, I'm and with I, you. And I'm not saying that Dalen, like, isn't going to become a player, but he's struggling right now. And I think for him, there's not any, like, desire to – sit Patrick to put the ball in his hands. And so I think the reason why we feel that way is because Patrick has shown some stuff. He's shown the ability to score um, and to shoot the ball well. And we love to see that, but that's just not going to be his role. And I think that's a difficult thing for a guy that does feel more comfortable, you know, attacking the elbows and getting into jump shots there. Mm. Those shots really aren't 
that available to him when he right. is playing next to DeMar and Zach and Vooch because right. they like to occupy those spots on the floor. Right. They're better. And Kobe kind of said it the other day at practice. He was like, you know, when I'm a young player. I'm 23 years old. When I'm playing alongside guys that have been in the league for 10 years, who've mm -hmm. made the playoffs, mm -hmm. who are multiple-time All-Stars, mm -hmm. like, I sometimes feel like if I talk, why should they listen to me? I'm a 22-year-old, 23-year-old kid that hasn't accomplished anything in mm -hmm. my career yet. Mm -hmm. So I get why he would feel that way. Um, and then I also understand from the fans' perspective, like, well, look what he can do. Yeah. So it's, it's a challenging thing, but I think that, like, the – the desire to see him just does not go in the same direction as the desire to win games and make the mm, playoffs. Mm. The Bulls want to go that way and make playoffs. They're going to have to put the ball in DeMar and Zach's hands. That's just the best option for them to get there. If they want to develop, then they got to do that. But I think the people who are frustrated at not seeing Patrick more are more frustrated with the direction that the team is going and not as frustrated with like, anything else see and and when guys say that stuff about you know their age you know and things like that I feel like in this NBA once you get like 22 23 years old and you're in the starting lineup bro no your voice is supposed to be heard because when he's saying that the first person I'm thinking of is Lonzo how old do you think Lonzo was when he got here mm -hmm. you know what I mean like Lonzo wasn't no 26 year old dude he just turned he's just 25 right now so like, I don't know. It's about how you carry yourself, how you believe in Lonzo don't have no deep playoff runs. You know what I'm saying? Among them, but he had that leadership. You know what I'm saying? Among him, he understood what dudes needed to be. And that's what you have to carry for yourself, man. Like, you can't use that age thing as an excuse and, when you're trying to be the starting point guard of the thing. team. You think that, I agree. Anderson is coming into the league being like. No, I agree. No, I, I agree with I'm, you. It, we're on the same page. I'm just saying, like, that's. You gotta step up. You got to. It, you can't be the starter and and have that mindset. It's one of not yeah, the point guard. One hundred percent agree. You can't do it, that. Kobe White is not that much further along in his NBA career than Patrick Williams is. Yeah. And we have heard Kobe say in some of these interviews during training camp in these preseason weeks after practices about how he is feeling confident being more yeah. of a vocal leader yeah. on this team. Yeah. And like, if Kobe feels confident to step into that role and be more vocal, then Pat has no excuse not to do so either. I agree. But uh, again, but that Pat is there because it's just not who he is. It, yeah. Pat is not going to be vocal about nothing. We saw, He couldn't like, be vocal about a dunk. And it's, it's fine <laughs> if you want to be the silent killer type who does your talking with your game. But you need to be the killer. Then you need to be the killer. Yeah. you Like people compare him to Kawhi as the lazy comp, right? Yeah, Has yeah, been yeah. since Pat got drafted. Yeah. But Kawhi's a silent killer. He's a killer. He's a killer. <laughs> Let your game do the talking, yes, but with Pat, it's like, okay, your game isn't doing the talking. Yeah, I agree. I agree um, speaking of Kobe in that leadership role, Ben Him 922 in the comments said, I think we can all say Kobe White starting point guard. Yes. Uh, Was mm. Ahmad also chiming in saying Kobe by far the best point guard. Kobe, while the rest of the Presumed starters got the night off. Mm -hmm. Kobe played tonight, 22 minutes, 6 of 11, 3 of 7 from downtown. Mm -hmm. Zero turnovers. Mm, Zero sexy. turnovers. And <laughs> for a team that, as Will, you were pointing out some of the weak links of the Bulls' offensive stats from last season a few days ago, the inability to get to the free throw line, especially if it is not DeMar and sometimes Zach, inability to get to the free throw line. Mm. Yes, it's a preseason game. Kobe got to the free throw line for seven attempts tonight. And he was just about the only one because... It was it. The Bulls... Uh, oh, I just lost a, it. A smattering of his teammates also got to the free throw line and didn't hit any. The Bulls finished 12 of 21 from the free throw line tonight. Not yeah. good enough. Uh, Their free throw attempt rate was 13.8. Last year it was 20, and they were 20th in the league. This is the 16th percentile of the NBA. I mean, we're talking about numbers that are just... And, and this is one of the things that I want to do after every game and on like a monthly basis too, is just like check in on some of the stats that I think are going to indicate whether the Bulls are accomplishing the things that they want to accomplish in terms of creating more spacing on the floor by getting to the rim, by generating three-point attempts, mm -hmm. by getting to the free throw line, mm -hmm. running in transition, offensive rebounding. And in some ways, I think they're accomplishing that. Uh, free throw attempts today and transition that was not it. They were. <laughs> that was in, not they, it. 7.5% 7, of their offense was in transition today. That would be the zeroth percentile 
That's as low as I didn't even know that oil? was a percentile. That is the yeah, zero I, I, percentile. Zeroth? I've never zero. even heard that put together in the same sentence before. I don't know if it's zero or zero. Zero. I think percentile. it might just be the zero percentile. I'm rolling with the you. Zeroth bro. percentile. But no, you're right about the free because I like that stat I saw you bring up on Twitter uh, about how the Bulls last season did outside of Demar and was it Demar? Uh, the big thing, Demar and Zach. Just, some, just Demar. And it Zach. was just Demar and Zach. Right. Nobody else. Shot two free throws, you know what I'm saying? Again. Nobody else made it to the free throw Vooch line. was 1.9. Yeah, every, but, it was several yeah. 1.9, but yep. nobody was two. Nope. That which means, is the wildest thing. Yep. On average, none of those guys made it to the free throw line. To take game. two free throws Just in a game. To the free throw line that's so crazy, though. That's, that's crazy. More often than not, they did not do yeah. that. That's that. And that has to change. Like, And again, I think guys like Kobe White and Patrick Williams are guys that can do that. Uh, Patrick, I guess you look at more because of the size mm-hmm. and his ability, but I look more at Kobe because Kobe's ability to penetrate and actually get to the lane and, and break things down, you know, on the defense. He can he can get to the line, but some he, most of the time he's done that so far this season, he's looking to kick out. Right. So it won't be those foul calls called, but when he's not looking to kick out, he can get those calls, man. But regardless, somebody else has got to get to the line, bro, because that's – Damn, that's and that ain't good. Honestly, it could be a way for Pat to gain more confidence in the rest of his offensive game. If you okay. use your strength to draw fouls and get to the line, like we we know that Pat's handles are still a work in progress mm-hmm. and you need handles to get those defensive players on their heels to draw yeah. those fouls and get to the line, but Pat's a good shooter. Yeah. Pat like Pat can knock down 80 plus percent of his free throws. Yes. If he gets to the free throw line. Mm-hmm. But it also requires the first part where he plays with physicality yeah. to draw said fouls. Exactly. Um, and, and it's a little bit frustrating. He's got to get there, man. Um, okay. Uh, you know what? We, uh, we'll take our first break here. We'll come back on the other side. I see several people in the comments asking about Dale and Terry mm-hmm. and the night he had tonight. So we can touch on that when we reconvene from these. Thank you, Joe. Words from our friends and sponsors. While we're you like hearing. That, Said words from our friends and sponsors. If you're watching along on YouTube with us, do us a solid. Hit that thumbs up button and make sure you are subscribed to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Uh, we all we got like almost 200 people watching hey late on a Sunday night for Bulls preseason. What's yeah, up? Appreciate y'all. 34 likes. Hit the thumb. Come on, man. 200 watching, only 30 some likes. What are we doing? Let's get those numbers closer together. Hit that up for us. Thank Today's you. post game brought to you by one of our new sponsors, Soul. Savvy. Yeah. Y'all like sneakers? If you do, you got to check out Soul Savvy. They've been around since 2018, and their mission has always stayed the same. Get sneakers into the hands of people who love them the most. Mm. Into the hands and the feet mm. of people who love them the most. Soul Savvy is a sneaker too. company that operates in Canada, here in the U.S., and also the U.K. for all you U.K. Bulls fans. There are three membership lev- levels that they offer. Free that they call basic Mm. mobile plus and premium for those of you who just want to check it out and try the free option you can gain access to their one-of-a-kind marketplace built for you and not built for resellers Mm -hmm. if you go with the mobile plus option for the sneaker heads who are always on the go you can build a rotation of sold out everywhere else sneakers straight from your phone and if you are a true sneakerhead. You got to opt for premium where you can find the holy grails. Grow your collection in the world's biggest paid sneaker community. Y'all know we like to rock a good shoe game here at CHGO. A little bit. You got to try Soul Savvy. Have to. Sign up for Soul Savvy by visiting soulsavvy.com slash allcity. That's A-L-L-C-I-T-Y. Or by downloading the Drops by Soul Savvy app. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get a discount if you do so with that soulsavvy.com slash allcity. Word. And only place anywhere mm. that Soul Savvy is offering a discount right now. Mm. With us at the All City Sports Network. Ooh. Check them out. That's sexy stuff right there. I like that. You know, just makes you want to ask one question. Joey Spathis, what time is it? Game time. Who? Mm-hmm. You see that? Right on point, right on top. Right there. That's attractive right there. I appreciate that, Joey Spathis. Thank Joey Multitask was paying attention. Oh, not Joey Multitask. He was on his thing, baby. Only one You shouldn't have to right worry now. about the tickets you're buying to your next big event. 
Holla at Game Time and relax and chill. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy your tickets for the, all your sports and music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer deals. All in prices. Views from your seat and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. As I mentioned, those last-minute tickets, those flash deals, those zone deals. Easy to find and buy tickets to every kind of event in your area. Views from all the seats in the venue because you need to know where you're sitting, especially when you're somebody my size. I need to know where I can be more comfortable. Or even if you're Matt's size because Matt's tall and lanky. He got to be comfortable right here. Need but not Will. Room. Will can sit anyway. You can put him in. He'll be fine. He'll be all right. <laughs> Lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, even job loss protection, y'all. Game time is looking out for all of y'all. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. What else you want to see, Will? More. 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 Damn it. <laughs> With zone deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings and Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price possible. If the ticket's in the same section and the row are for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. You didn't even know you go over 100, did you? But guess what? Game time figured out a way. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the code CHGO for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, Game Time says create an account, redeem that code CHGO, and get yourself $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Because Matt Pack, what time is it? Get down who? Sorry, I was still just trying to collect myself after hearing for the first time ever that demonic voice of, of the goat come out of Will the Goat Golly's mm. mouth. The more, more. Yeah. yeah, that was creepy as hell. Some darkness. I have Will, not man. heard that voice. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I wanted more. I, yeah, he wanted it. I, that's how he sounds when he wants more. I, better give I that appreciate more. that you wanted more. You it's, better give it to him. It legit scared me. I've never heard Will <laughs> best Kylo speak Run impression <laughs> using his vocal cords in that way. It was a little scary. It's a lot of darkness in Will you don't know about, man. It's there. Uh, rolling on, breaking down tonight's Bulls preseason loss to the Nuggets. Uh, K. Mill STL in the comments, picking up where we left off, said, I just don't see it in Dale and Terry. Mm. I think he would benefit from G League for a year. Mm-hmm. Needs to get stronger and smarter. He has talent but just isn't ready yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, shout out to our guy, McBaconator, who threw us a super chat saying, I would just like to say, Joker quarter acid tonight was still stupid good. <laughs> also, Dale and Terry, woof. Yes. Let's, let's, let's talk about the woof. Um, I, last season, was enamored with doesn't get minutes, but great teammate, Dale and Terry. Mm-hmm was still trying to hold on to a little bit of faith in him being a usable player for his defensive mm-hmm. uh, you know, skill set and maybe developing a bit more on the offensive end. Maybe it's an overreaction, but between what we saw in Summer League, mm-hmm. which, by the way, let's not forget the 5-for-21-6 turnovers game we saw from Dalen in Summer League. Summer League. Can we talk about his last game when he balled out, though? Okay, sure. You can throw that in there, too. And what we've seen from Dalen so far in these preseason games, I'm out. <laughs> did not He's have out, a, wheels did out. Not have a lot of, did not, not have a lot of stock He's done. in Dalen Terry. Had no property on Dalen Terry Island. Mm-hmm. I am paddling farther away from it. You're done. You're and, finished. And I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying. You're saying you're out. I'm, I'm looking at what my eye, eyeballs are seeing. Mm-hmm. I'm out. You're done. Looking at what your eyeballs are seeing. Looking at what his eyeballs are seeing. It's what he said. <laughs> it's what he said. K. Mill said, you know, a project. Late night goat is something. Send him to the G League. He has talent, but he's not ready yet. What? He's looking at what his eyeballs. Honestly, if that's honestly who you're drafting, a guy who needs that much developmental time. And, you know, I'm sure somewhere Mark K., our guy is yelling, that's the same thing about Patrick Williams. But... 
Mm-hmm. Okay, Patrick has shown flashes of actual NBA level talent. I call a spade a spade, and it's a harsh spade. I don't see it with Dalen right now. I just don't. Okay. Yeah, those are those are not comparable. Thank you. No, they're not. Well, one Patrick. Well, I, it's no need to get into that. Um, I'm not in disagreement on how anybody feels about Dalen Terry right now because you're right of what your eyeballs were seeing. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't doing his He's thing. He's listening tonight. to his eyeballs. But, but, <laughs> His ears are where his eyes are, ladies and gentlemen. His ears are hearing what his eyes are seeing. That's right. His ears are hearing what his eyes are seeing, goddammit. All five senses working together. They're all working, and they're all confused. But they're all seeing the same thing, which is he's out on Dale and Terry. I understand that, and I understand how people feel about it. I'm not. I'm not out on Dale and Terry at all. Not that I am, but just curious. For me, I, I, I still want the development of Dale and Terry before I can be like, okay, I'm completely done with you. Like, I, I have to see that first. I remember Dalen Terry last year. Every time he came into the game, I watched him do something. For me, watching this right now, what he's doing, feels like a regression of, of what I was actually watching him do in three minutes when he walked into an NBA game. He always st- did something. He would come in for three minutes. I would see two points, two rebounds, an assist, a steal, and one block. In three minutes, I would see it all the time from Dalen Terry. There's something else going on right now that, feel me, for me, feels more mental than anything, than has something to do with his game. I see him pressing more. I know you see that. I know your ears see that. He's pressing more. He's trying super hard to try to do the things that people want him to do. Oh, you want me to be the shooter? Yes, I want to be that. Oh, you want to be ball handler? If I feel like he's just doing these things. Well, I'm just like, no, nah, man, I just need you to do you. Like, fine. Go to, I want him to go to the G League. Like, I'm excited for him to go down there and, and play there and, and continue to grow. But for me... As young as he is, I just want the dude to have time to grow before I'm just like, I'm out on him. It's not like, for me, it's not like looking at Marco. It's a whole different monster. You know what I mean? Like, because I actually see something in Daylon Terry. So, is what you see on the defensive end uh, a disruptor, an energy guy? Uh, Damon asking in the comments, what does Daylon do well? And I think right now, that is a fair question to ask. For me, what he does well is what he's always done well, which is be a facilitator, pass the ball very well, get up and down the floor, and finish very well. Like, Daylon actually is really – no, stop playing. He runs in transition, sir. He's good at that. That's what he's good at. Like, you want to watch his highlights? You'll see it. <laughs> like, he's good at that. He's good in transition. He's good at finding the open man. He's always been good at passing since I mean, he got I, here. I, I will take issue with good at finishing in transition because he's not – you don't think he's good at finishing in transition? I do not think he's good at finishing around the rim, if that's what you're no, talking about. No, I said transition, about. not around. I said in transition when the ball is run and they're running a break and he's on a break. When he gets the ball, he's good at finishing in transition. I that's just my – I mean, we can, we can watch the tape. Fair. That's I, cool. I, I disagree. All right, we can watch the tape. This is such an interesting comment. Terry, Terry would be fine if this was 2010. I, you're not wrong. Like because I just think just the, the evolution, team? no, of like the spacing and and how guys will guard you. Oh, and if you, okay. All if right. you can't shoot it, I like, actually don't think that's true because what he needs is like the space to be able to get downhill, right? And because what you're saying is, in my opinion, true. Like he he really struggles to finish through contact. He's skinny. He needs to add more muscle. Mm-hmm. He has, but he's still I don't think strong enough to really finish through guys at the mm-hmm. rim. He's also not getting above the rim. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a really good athlete, but he's not like a ferocious dunker. From what not we've ferocious, seen so, no. So, no. Far. so what does he need to do in order to get to the rim? He needs to be able to get there somehow. Mm-hmm. And I think he is a good player in transition. Um, I think he is. He has good passing instincts. But what he struggles with is finishing at the rim, getting to the rim. And uh, I think I've said this a million times now. Because he's not a good ball handler and because he's not a good shooter, mm-hmm. you can sag off of him. You don't have yes, to guard Yes, you can him. cheat off him for sure. You can just wait in the paint. Mm-hmm. You can clog up the paint and not worry about him because he's not going to make a shot, mm-hmm. right? So if you're Dalen and you can't shoot, you can't make guys pay for defending you that way, what do you do? You have to, when, you, when the ball is reversed to you, you have to get downhill somewhere. Mm-hmm. But his handle is not tight enough to where he can make guys pay for that either. I agree. He can't slither around you. He can't, you know just find a way to get into the paint even when the defense is closing out on him, if they Mm -hmm. are closing out on him. Mm -hmm. So if he's not able to do that, it's difficult to draw help. It's difficult to draw a second defender. 
And that's when you're able to put your passing on display. That's mm-hmm. when you can be that connected passer. I do not think he is like a table setter mm-hmm. kind of point guard, but I think he has really good connective passing mm-hmm. capabilities where maybe he does get a reversal pass. He can attack a closeout and find the next guy. I think he's, he's really good at that. I think he's a really good passer in transition. Mm-hmm. But if he's not being guarded and he can't go through a guy, it's like when can you unlock those skills? It's just really difficult to do it. So for me, it's... I, I see the things that, like, you know, you said you want him to he's, – he's doing the things that he's being told to do, right? Stand in the corner and shoot threes. That's not his game. It's not at all. But he needs to be able to do that for him to do the things that are in his game. Because mm-hmm. otherwise he's not being guarded. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work if he's the pure point guard because he can't get by guys. And it doesn't work if he's attacking closeouts because nobody's closing out on Closing out on him because he can't so shoot. Yeah. In, in order to do the things that he – that are in his game, the things that he is good at, He's he needs to develop those, those role skills. Correct. Which is and why he can go to the G League and get with that. Yeah, but it just it also just doesn't look like he's made a lot of progress on the jump shot. I mean, mm-hmm. he airballed the three today. It's it's a bummer because yeah. I do think that he has real NBA skills that can help a team. I really do like the defense. Mm-hmm. The, the attention, the effort, just like getting into guys. He, he does a Definitely lot of Definitely has a motor. Long. He's got a great motor, but – it's just hard to put those skills on display when people aren't guarding you. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's like, you're not just like a zero, you're being a negative factor, right, out mm-hmm. there because now there's five guys got guarding four. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, a lot, it's a lot harder to get into the paint for anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder to draw closeouts when you've got a free safety, an extra guy who can just do that, and mm-hmm. you're not drawing any extra defenders. So it's just it's difficult for him right now, and you can see it's clearly affecting his confidence, clearly. which isn't making shooting jump shots any easier. Yeah, he's he's definitely forcing, man, and that's the thing I don't want him to see, don't want to see him doing. He's he's at his best when he's just being free and not actually thinking about those things. Everything you just said, when he's not thinking about that stuff and actually playing, he's a better basketball player because he uses those other kind of abilities and intangibles to be a better basketball player when he's not worried about, oh, man, I got to get this dribble right. Oh, man, I got to get this shot right. No, bro, just play the game that we know that you can play. Well, I've seen you play. Do that, and I promise you it will be fine for you. But he's focusing on those other things, which isn't a bad thing to focus on. It's not terrible. But for him, it doesn't seem to work for him that way. Like, he has to play the way that he wants to play, not the way somebody else wants him to play. And this is the the part in the show where I want to be critical of the front office for a second because oh, love it. they've drafted now Dalen Terry, mm-hmm. Julian Phillips, Ayodesumu, Patrick Williams, all guys that have some real notable skills mm-hmm. that we've talked about but that are real project players mm-hmm. that you've got to invest a lot of um, resources into to develop the things that they're good at or the, not even the things that they're good at, but the things that the Bulls need them to be good at because mm-hmm. none of that stuff comes natural to them. Mm-hmm. Julian Phillips is not a natural three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Patrick Williams has gotten a lot better at it. That was not his natural skill set. It certainly wasn't Ios. He was a pick-and-roll guy. He was no. a good facilitator uh, to Kofi Coburn in, in pick-and-roll. Awesome in the um, with that. So sure. that's like a critique of the front office. If you are trying to win games and put the ball in DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine's hands because you want to make the playoffs – why then wouldn't you draft a guy like Julian Strother who's out there drilling threes coming off screens and providing spacing and defense as a long wing? Like, that's the kind of player that makes sense to put next to those guys. Why are you drafting projects whilst you came in to a managerial position with this franchise and immediately said, we're going to make aggressive trades and signings to be competitive now? And again, You can't half-ass two things. Whole ass one thing. Yeah. I mean, I I do not want to criticize these players very much because, like I said, there's things in their games that I really like. We saw a lot of what Patrick Williams can do tonight that I would love to see more of. But if you're talking about being frustrated with Dylan Terry, it's the same reason you're frustrated with Patrick Williams mm. because the role he's being asked to play is not the things that comes natural to him. And the Bulls haven't done a good enough job develop, developing them. Those guys haven't developed enough mm-hmm. on their own. You have to, uh, you know, criticize them as well. Mm-hmm. But it, it also just doesn't, frankly, make a lot of sense to me why if you are focused on competing for a playoff spot every year to draft guys that are going to be your 11th, 12th, and 13th man on the roster. Mm. Uh, more of y'all out there in Bulls Nation chiming in um, with Dale and Terry 
Uh, our guy Jeff Crook, shout out, saying, uh, to quote the Bobs from Office Space, Dale and Terry, what would you say you do here? <laughs> also, I think I saw an earlier comment from Jeff saying he took his family to the UC tonight for the game. Oh, that's what's Or no, they were in Denver, right? They were in Denver. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Jeff is, is a Colorado Bulls fan. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and said that he was up in the rafters, mm-hmm. but was yelling at Pat like you would yell at Pat. Oh, the positive affirmation. He, he was trying to be Big Dave stand-in positive affirmation liaison. Betwixt the crack? Yes. All right. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, 20 points. It worked for you. Is that, Dr- is that what your um, like tagline for your company would be? Positive Big Dave's positive affirmations liaison. This is Get the- betwixt your crack. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that well, might be a uh, tough First of all, that's the best giggle I've ever like heard in, in my life right like, now. Like in smaller, in smaller sub sub font, we get betwixt the crack. We live betwixt the. Our crack. specialty, <laughs> jo- Joey Mickey Mouse. I love how he tickled himself on that one. Joey was proud of that. Uh, <laughs> chasing dreams in the comments that I don't know why the coaching staff put Dalen. Uh, last season on the bench, mm-hmm. being a cheerleader instead of being G League all season, even though he was the wrong draft pick in the first place. I mean, Dalen did play some Windy City Bulls games last yeah, year. He played a lot of like, He was awesome yeah. down and there. And was great. Yeah, he did his thing. And Again, the I do not want to like come off as being critical of these guys saying they can't do it. It's just not their natural instinct it's, to be right. a catch-and-shoot guy. It goes back to the He's they not are a shoot. Yeah. developmentally needed projects. Uh AK with a super chat. Shout out to our guy, AK. Julian Phillips is also a rookie and 19, but he already shows impact. To be fair to Dalen, he basically got no actual minutes last season, being an 18th overall pick. Some of it is Bulls player development. Yeah, Julian Phillips I mean, walked in being I, a, a defensive guy. I largely agree that there is a development Dr. program Kickle. problem with this organization right now, and like credit to the Bulls who have hired out a larger wealth of develop, developmental coaching staff. Yeah. Not only, uh, you know, the the shooting coach, uh, Peter Patton, right? But, like, they, they just sent out a press release, like, a week ago announcing several more hires yeah, to correct. their developmental coaching staff. Great. Um, it, like, not to say it feels too little too late, but, like, you're behind. You need to catch up. And in the meantime, as Will pointed out, are you trying to be competitive with this team full of vets? Mm-hmm who you're paying good money to right now? Or are you trying to put the time in to develop young talent? Because they clearly, in many ways, aren't ready to contribute in a meaningful way mm-hmm. to this team's rotation, and it's frustrating. Mm. Uh, sorry, what comment were you laughing at just now? Dr. Giggle laugh. <laughs> Dr. Giggle. Uh, let's take another break, then we'll come back with a few more thoughts on tonight's game. I do want to touch on Io because I like what we saw from Io tonight. That and more of your comments coming up after mm-hmm. this. Hit that thumbs up if you didn't do it during our first ad break. And subscribe if you aren't already. Big Dave, who's next? Beer. I gotta love beer. Yes, you do. That's why you picked it up when I said it. And then you're going to chug it and say... I mean... <laughs> chug, it, chug it and say what? I mean, Exa- thank you, Joey. He's right there. You're supposed to say, ah. That's exactly what I thought. Or you could have said, ah. and one I more time. Really time. Wrong. Oh, there it is. Or a quack. I would have took quack quack. <laughs> if you're looking for a, that's not saying. That's just. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's not Beer, working. Goose Island. That's where we're at. Sponsor, when they roll with us here at CHGO. They've been Chicago's beer since 1988. That is the Jordan year. They've got the awesome lineup, of course. They got the Beer Hub family. They got the 312 Weed Ale. They got the Full Pocket Pilsner. It's our favorite. We like it. But, of course, since the leaves are falling, Joey's favorite daylight savings time is taking off. You know what that means. Oktoberfest! Oh, it's time for it. Get your lips ready. It's so good when it hits your lips. It's so awesome. Oktoberfest beer. It's so awesome, man. It's so good. Try it for yourself. Why don't you head on down and grab yourself an ultra-fresh exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from the Tap Room on Fulton Street in West Town. West Town? It's the Goose Island Beer Company, y'all. Chicago's beer. The true taste of Chicago. I was going to say Chicago. 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 <laughs> Shish kebab. 
<laughs> Shawshank <laughs> Redemption. <laughs> Chicago! Speaking of Chicago, <laughs> tonight's post game also brought to you by our friends at FOCO, who can get you fitted out with the dopest Chicago sports merch out there on the interwebs. Mm -hmm. They've got hoodies. They've got shoes. They've got signs. They've got bobbleheads. Everything in betwixt. Only other place you can get better gear is from our very own CHO merch locker, but why not shop at both? It's football season. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's NBA preseason season. Double hallelujah. Double hallelujah. <laughs> it's not Double even a overtime. cold and broken hallelujah. It's a warm and fully intact hallelujah mm. because of FOCO. Hallelujah. They have also donated... Wonderful things to help us decorate our sets here at CHGO Studios. We appreciate them for that. Mm -hmm. And if you go to foco.com, that's F-O-C-O.com, and use the promo code CHGO, you know what it is, mm -hmm. you will get 10% off your order at checkout. Yes. Click the link in the description if you're watching on YouTube. Again, that's yes. foco, F-O-C-O.com, promo code CHGO at checkout for 10% off all non-presale items. Mm. AK, Liquid Death ain't got no Liquid Death in the fridge, bro, unfortunately, bro. Fresh out of death? Fresh out of death, bro. Damn. It's been sad. It's been sad. That is sad. You know I'm all about it. But as soon as I get it, you're going to know. Don't worry. Going to know. You're going to know. You're going to know. Before <laughs> we get to our final thoughts on tonight's Bulls preseason game, I did want to give a quick shout out to Bulls Nation, uh, but particularly... Our friends Ramina and Melissa hey. uh, from Bulls Twitter fame yes. hosting another awesome Bulls fan watch party tonight at Logan 11 Bar and Grill in Logan Square, where mm -hmm. they did one of those very same last season that you and I went to, Dave. Yeah, good time. Uh, amazing crew out there tonight. Happy to see both of them. Mm -hmm. Also saw our pal Simon from Finders Keepers. My guy. Shout out to Simon. Our guy Pat the Designer was there. Shout, Shout out. out, Pat. Um, Shout out to... Derek and uh, and his lady Amber, who hey. I had a great chat with. Shout out, Derek and I talked bulls aggressively to each other for a saw. I don't know what time it was when we started and what time it was when we ended. But I was Let's like, go. "Oh, it's halftime. I gotta go." Uh, <laughs> awesome getting to know you, Derek. He said he was a big uh, avid viewer and listener of our program. Oh, also, shout out to Rob, who showed me a picture of you guys meeting uh, in Vegas while we were out there for summer league. Oh snap! Yeah. Very nice guy. My guy. Shout out, man. I mean, like. That had to be at the game, then. Uh, must have been. Yeah. In the running for more handsome than you. Oh, like, shout, shout out. Shout out, Rob. You're a very handsome man. <laughs> I, I was, took my breath away for a second. Damn. Um, <laughs> shout out to Marquise also. So many wonderful people. Also, shout out to uh, our guy, Steven, from CHO Sky. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was yeah, there yeah. hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I love hanging out with fellow Bulls fans. Yes. Who are jacked up to watch a preseason On game. Mountain Dew. Jacked I and mean, juiced. You never need any more pieces of evidence that this fan base is unbeatable, yeah. unparalleled. Yeah. For a preseason game in Denver. On a Sunday night. On a Sunday night. On a game where the three, the four best players were not even playing. Correct. Not playing. And they were still here. And even a testament to you guys sitting here watching us right now. The best. You know, a preseason game was not even a big thing. We over here arguing about Dalen Terry. And y'all still like, yep, we tuning in. <laughs> like, this it's awesome, man. Hit that subscribe button. We're at, I think, 39.8K. Real we're, close to 40,000. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, 187 in the chat Sunday night. Like you said, preseason. It's cool. It's it's Incredible. sort of, you know, goes to show come a long way from a couple years ago. So, more nights like these in the future. Oh, I don't know. What are you guys laughing about? <laughs> I just got my uh, reminder on my phone that it's my bedtime. <laughs> Grandpa, you got, a, you got a bedtime reminder? It's Why are set, you surprised? It's set for midnight. Why are you surprised? Fact, that says, happens on the iPhone start, automatically. Grandpa Willie here. It says to start winding down soon. Uh, right. Start the wind down. One, one of many reasons why I don't have an iPhone. What don't do tell me when to go to bed, goddammit. <laughs> why are you mad about this? <laughs> I make my own bedtime. I don't want an iPhone making up a bedtime for me. But Will needs it. It's a suggestion. It's, yeah. just, it's just nudging you slightly. It's like, so you know, so right. And Will's like, you know what? The phone's right. He feels like it's, <laughs> it's right. right. Yeah. I guess that means. <laughs> Not all suggestions are welcome suggestions, Joe. Mm, look at this. Matt don't want nobody telling uh, him. Also, final shout out to our guy, the shirtless wonder. Yes. Um, In a big way. The legend. I mean. Tremendously. Let's just say. The legend. Our relationship 
<laughs> took took a step tonight. It was very exciting. <laughs> Shout out to him. Man. Shout out to our guy Carr for putting that together. And you mentioned Simon. Shout out to him again because I went to his event uh, on Saturday. Shout out to him and his wife, man. Like put CZ. together just an amazing event, man. A lot of uh, great designers, you know, had their fashion up, had their clothing up. I did buy something for someone in this room. Not gonna say who. But I bought something for one of you guys in this room. I did. Uh, I really did. It better not be a Matt Thomas jersey for me. Okay, first of all, I said okay, one of y'all, real, not real, this person. Last shout-out, Lady Angel Bird hanging out at Logan Shout out, Lady as Angel well. Bird. Well, when did we get to find Matt out, Matt Thomas jersey and told me to tell you yes. that she was wearing it. Wait, where did you buy what? Don't worry about it, Joe. You want to listen. Was it custom? No, I, I, I just missed where this. you bought it. Say it again? I just missed who you who you purchased it from. I said I was at my man Simon's event. Oh, okay. Simon and okay. Cece. They, I know they, they were having they an were event. Having. That's yes. what, okay. Yeah. All right. Finders keepers. Now I got to think about Everybody. what it could have been. <laughs> Maybe it was a vintage Kyle Corver shirt for the goat. <laughs> now you got you it a was Texas vintage. Longhorns Manning jersey. I, oh, I, was, I was looking for Texas stuff. I did. I don't think they sell that. I almost got you a nope. Cubs uh, sweatshirt. It was too big for you. I keep forgetting you wear like an extra small. I actually wear a large. Shut up. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You I do. Large? I wear a large. Why? Because I, I, the mediums don't fit me. I'll show you. Can we? Because you're busting like, out of the medium these days. Clothes. <laughs> so I'm busting out the guns, uh, baby. The guns. Uh, okay. Circle back. Refocus. Okay. Uh, last player I did want to touch on tonight. Our guy Io. Io. Uh, got the, well. Got the start tonight. Played well. Played a team high thirty-one minutes. Ooh. Six of nine from the field. Seven dimes, one turnover. Mm. We've been wondering where Io might fit into this rotation this season after signing on a new contract. Uh, and we've talked about, you know, is it Kobe? Is it Javon in that starting point guard spot? Without Lonzo, Io was this team starter coming out of the gate last season. Yeah. Fast forward to now, we're wondering where his minutes are coming from. Did your opinion about where Io in the packing order? of Billy's rotation Trademark. changed or didn't change after tonight's performance, Dave? That's a good question. It, mm, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm more happy to see him actually do well because he didn't do it in that first game. But these last couple of games, he's definitely played well. I mean, he scored the first bucket of the game. He really did, just going straight there and scoring inside. All his points basically came from him penetrating and getting into the lane and scoring that way. And you, you forget how – athletic he is you know when you see him do those things what was he six of nine six of nine like he he really did a good job tonight so did it change I guess I could say slightly um because if he can be an offensive threat that raises as well as it raises the ceiling you know of what he can be for this team and how he can help this team and I, I like the fact that he wasn't the point guard he was kind of more off ball this entire game mm -hmm. so he wasn't you know out there handling the ball and I talked about that's why I like him more is just being the guy that's floating around kind of like in the Caruso style how he floats around and does a little plays any position and does a little everything I think that's where Io kind of shines at least on this team that's where he kind of shines when he's just can here go out there and play the three here go out there and play the two and, and just do what you do but if you can add that offense to that along with the assist that he can get I mean, you got yourself a stew going. That's what man said. Yeah, he didn't have the ball in his hands in the sense that he was, like, initiating the primary action. Correct. But I thought the Bulls did a really good job tonight of running a lot of, like, stuff on the second side that would get him the ball mm. into a pick-and-roll situation. So, I mean, he had seven assists. Yeah. Which is crazy. But he kind of made a point that I have been talking about that happened with Kobe, too, which is, I mean, his handles looked amazing tonight mm -hmm. he was like he looked really shifty he was getting into yeah. the paint um i thought he just like had the ball in his string and that allowed him to snake into the lane and do basically what we were talking about dalen not being able to do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think it's a really it just makes me feel more strongly about the fact that like for a young guard like that ball handling is so important mm -hmm. you can be asked to stand in the corner and shoot threes and defend that's an that's an important role player sure but now the if team. you if you turn that guy who can sit in the corner into a ball handler, a threat off the dribble, mm -hmm. who can attack closeouts and get into a mid-range jumper, who can get all the way into the lane and drop off passes to a rolling big or to spread out to a corner. Um, that's how he was doing damage tonight. It was the scoring, but I thought 
the the ability to get into the lane. I thought he kind of only won three point attempts, so I don't want to like get crazy with it. But like I thought he really emulated all the things that the Bulls want to do well this year, which is getting into the get lane, the lane yeah. creating plays from the paint, whether it's passing or scoring for yourself. And I thought I thought that was all uh, just came from a huge improvement in ball handling. And that's what I was going to say to offer my two cents on IO is, yes, I liked what we saw from him in transition tonight. It was encouraging. It was a nice, fresh reminder of what he can do. He took care of the basketball. Mm -hmm. As I said, he dished out seven assists and didn't turn the ball over tonight. Mm -hmm. But as you mentioned, Will, only took one three. When I'm trying to find my way into IO minutes on this team this season, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to knock down a three. And IO... Knocked down the occasional three his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Sophomore slump. Like, I feel like most Bulls fans defined Io's sophomore slump in a few different ways, mm-hmm. but majority of it being could not knock down a three. Mm-hmm. Really struggled from behind the three-point line. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Io and all the work he put in the offseason leads to a better showing from behind the arc this season because I think that is the key to him actually getting real minutes. Mm. I think he just needs to be Io. I mean, personally, um, I don't, I don't think that's wrong. What you're saying, it's just that when I when I look at his game, I never think three point shot, and but at the same time, I still it's, want him on the floor. It's not the first thing you think, yeah, but it's a thing you have to think. Maybe, but again, then you Maybe. have to go. Then you have to start looking up again because if you want all these guys to be who they are and do the things that they do well. Mm -hmm. It's hard to have a team that performs well. If you've got a bunch of guys that are good in the mid range Mm -hmm. that need the ball in their hands Mm -hmm. that defend, but nobody's there to space the floor out. Nobody's there to attack closeouts. So can I mean, I'm literally only talking like two guys here, but I'm saying like, can Patrick, can Dalen, can IO, can Julian Phillips all be themselves Mm -hmm. on a team where they need to perform at a high level to enhance and complement what Damar and Zach and Vooch do well. I'm not sure. We'll find out. But I think Patrick can. I think Julian can, though, for sure. The other two, I'm not asking them to to be three-point shooters. But Julian, yeah, Julian Phillips, I thought he had that three-point in him before. And when, like we talked to his coach, his AU coach, he felt he had that in him, too. And Patrick, we already seen he's got that in him, you know, with that 40% shot. So, yeah, I'm not worried about their three-point shooting. But when I talk about Io and when I talk about Dalen and being themselves, yeah, I just want them to be themselves for right now. You. Three-point shots and shit like that, for me, I'm like, okay, you could develop that and I can get that. But I have other guys on the team who can do that. Does everybody have to space the floor and be able to shoot a three for me? Yes. I don't think so. Yes. No, I don't feel You're that talking way. about a team that was the worst in the NBA at three-point shooting two years running. So, yes. Yeah. That's how Everybody? Okay. All right. Uh, that's it. We'll get out of here for tonight. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to a late-night Sunday night preseason mm-hmm. post-game edition of CHGO Bulls. Appreciate y'all. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. Mm-hmm. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you're following Will the Go Gottlieb for all of his updates throughout these preseason weeks. It's bedtime. Will underscore Gottlieb on Twitter. His phone's telling him it's bedtime. Yeah. Big Dave is at Bow BAWL Sports. Bam! Our pal producer, Joyce Bathis. He's at Joyce Bathis. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Bulls are off tomorrow, but we will be here with a show at 4 o'clock Central Time tomorrow mm. afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. Have a great Monday. We'll talk to you at four. (laughs) See Rebby good. Melissa and Romina, love y'all. Peace.